Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Grant Paulson is from the fan in D.C. and, of course, MLB Radio. How's it going, Grant? Uh, Great uh, game again tonight by the Nationals, and Steven Strasburg was unhittable. Yeah, he was fantastic. It's been a theme for the Nascot in this series. Anibal Sanchez went in game one, didn't give up a hit until the eighth inning. Max Scherzer throws in game two, didn't give up a hit in the seventh inning. And then Strasburg tonight, seven innings, 12 strikeouts without a walk. One of three pitchers in playoff history to punch out 12 without issuing a free pass in seven innings of work. Uh, you look at just dominant starting pitching, timely hitting. Uh, this series has been a blowout. The Nationals favor through three games. They got to win one more, but the Cardinals are in trouble. Yeah, they're in big trouble. Uh, Strasburg, to me, has really been uh, the best pitcher in uh, really for them, uh, let's say, over the last month. I mean, because Scherzer started having his problems down the stretch. He looked great on Saturday. I'll give you that. But Strasburg has looked fantastic. Am I wrong? Like almost every single uh, time he pitches now, whether it's in relief or in, in the starting role, he's been uh, just a absolute dominance. No, you're absolutely right. He's been fantastic. Goes back to the regular season, I think, Scotty, you mentioned it. You know, so Scherzer was on his way to winning a third Cy Young Award in four years. He had a back issue that flared up and became a big problem and went to the injured list right after the All-Star break. And not long after that, missed about a month. Little issues one after another. And he was frustrated, but he couldn't get back on the hill. And then when he did come back, they kind of eased him back into – his normal version of himself. So he would go five innings, six innings. And it wasn't really until this last start that he looked like 100% Max Scherzer. But in the meantime, Strasburg has pitched like an ace. You know, this is why they paid him $175 million behind Max Scherzer in this rotation, who makes $210 million. Strasburg pitched a lights-out relief appearance behind Scherzer in the wild-card play-in game and then was huge for them in the division series against the Dodgers twice. In game two in L.A., down one nothing, he was nailed. And then in game five, he was on the hill, and he helped in six innings in a quality start, pitched them past Los Angeles and out of the division series for the first time in franchise history. And then tonight he was just in complete control. He had eight swinging strikeouts on his changeup, a dozen as punchies, as I said, overall. I mean, he was getting swings and misses all night. He's just a different guy than he's ever been. He had more strikeouts with off-speed pitches than he's had at any point in his career. He went 117 pitches tonight, Scott. His career high is 119. At one point, Davey Martinez came out to get him, the manager, in the seventh inning after six and a third. And Strasburg basically told him to get off the mound, and he struck out the next two guys he faced. He was He's a grown man. He's all grown up. Uh, he was a kid when he got here, and everyone knew that he had issues you know, dealing with some, some things and wasn't very tough on the hill. He can't say that anymore. He, he is a dude now. Yeah, do you think they'll uh, – how about first in the National League in wins, first in the National League in innings, for, uh, second in uh, strikeouts, tenth in ERA, fifth in uh, whip, uh, fourth in uh, win percentage. I mean, and now what? There's there's talk of uh, that he could bolt uh, D.C. after all this glory uh, that he would leave. Do you believe that? 
So I think he's going to opt out of his contract for sure. I don't think he'll leave D.C. You know, I think there's a much better chance, just as an example, that Anthony Rendon is no longer with the Nationals. I've been predicting all season that he won't be back next year. He's going to be a free agent, and he's going to hit the market. Uh, Strasburg, I think, would just be smart to opt out. He has four years and $100 million left on his deal with a, a player option to get out of the contract this offseason. And more player options, by the way, after this offseason every year uh, before the deal expires. But if, if he hit the market this offseason, only Garrett Cole, really, among the starters, is better than him or would get a bigger contract. There's just too much money on the table. What I think will happen, though, is he likes D.C., his wife loves the city, the Nationals want and need him to stay here. Uh, he would basically either opt out or just kind of twist their wrist a little bit to give him more money to threaten the opt-out. I would imagine he stays put. The guy I think they'll lose is Anthony Rendon, who's going to get a massive contract somewhere. And, I mean, Rendon and Soto have just been freaks for them. Oh, they've been amazing. They both hit 34 home runs this year. Soto drove in 110 runs, which would have been a, a franchise record, you know, had Anthony Rendon not driven in a buck 20. And, yeah, he, he was flirting with a batting title, hit 319 this year. He's the best-kept secret in baseball. He doesn't do a lot of media. He hates going on air. He, he doesn't really like interacting, really, with many folks outside the clubhouse. Or You know, he does a lot of community work with fans. But he, he's just not a big media guy, not comfortable on air. And I think he's paid the price from a uh, visibility and, and just as a, a personality from that standpoint. He made his first All-Star game this year, probably should have been a three- or four-time All-Star by now. He's finished top six in MVP voting a couple times over. He's a special player. Made a great defensive play tonight on a batted ball, 105 miles an hour off all the young's bat at third. He's got good range. He's just sharp in every aspect of the game. He's hit for average tool. You know, power guy who can hit 30 home runs with, with these juice balls. Heck, he could probably hit 40 uh, in a season if he was in a real hitter-friendly ballpark. But he's basically a doubles guy, line drives machine, who's going to hit the 310 to 315 a lot of years. And he will compete for some batting titles in the future and drive in a lot of runs wherever he ends up. How about Howie Kendrick? Absolutely. I mean, he's been, the, in my view, uh, I don't know, either Rendon or him. Uh, you could easily give it to Kendrick as the MVP of this uh, championship series. Yeah, I think right now, Scotty, he's your NLMCS MVP. He's got nine runs batted in in nine games in the playoffs. Remember, he hit the grand slam in extras in game five to push the Nats into this series. Right. And he's driven in now five runs since, including three run scoring doubles tonight. Uh, he's 36 years old. You talk about the future. He's another guy that will be available this offseason. And I really believe he's got American League written all over him. If I was an ALGM, I'd bring this guy in. He's put on the planet to barrel baseballs. Make him a DH. You know, he's not in any way at risk of losing his swing in the next couple of years. You know, he's hitting more home runs now than he ever has in his career. I think he's really adapted under Kevin Long some of the launch angle principles and some of the, the new school methods of uh, bat path through the zone. But what you've seen with Howie Kendrick and Kurt Suzuki in this lineup was in his mid-30s is the same way. As they've gotten deeper into their careers, they're more efficient with run production and, and long balls now than they've ever been. So, Howie, at times in his career, is homer in every 40 or 50 at bat. And now it's every dozen to 15. Uh, this year, he was a part-time player, so he didn't qualify in every category. But people don't realize this. He hit 344 this season. He had a 900 OPS. Every time he was up in a big spot for the Nationals, if you look up his clutch, running, scoring position type stats, he was a monster. And now he's having a little National coming out party in the playoffs as people are getting to watch him uh, every night. It's been fun this year to see that 
this guy's just a professional hitter, man. He, he is a quality at bat and waiting. So, uh, Zimmerman, how about that play he made the other night for Sanchez, diving to his uh, yeah. right, and then that guy's been having, every time he comes up, he gets a hit, a big hit, and drives in runs. He's been another one. Yeah, he has. So, we were just talking about Kendrick, right, who's 36. Now we're talking about Sam, who's 35. I mean, the Nationals have one of the oldest teams in the league. In fact, for much of this year, they were the oldest team in baseball. And what they did was they've kind of zigged when everybody's zagging. You know, one of the things I've talked with you on the show about in the past when we talked broadly about baseball this spring is there's a lot of, of teams now that go the route of young players because it's cheaper. They don't want to bring in the older dudes who have been around for 10 or 12 years in their clubhouse. Right. Well, the Nationals under their team president, Mike Rizzo, did that this year. They wanted to to have a better uh, mentality and paradigm, and, and they wanted some kind of guys who have been around the block. They struggled in the playoffs for years, so they went and got, just to name a few, Kurt Suzuki and Brian Dozier, and you know they already had Howie Kendrick, but they brought in Gerardo Parra and Anibal Sanchez, and most of these dudes are in their mid-30s. In the case of Fernando Rodney, he's 42, and they really embraced this idea of, of kind of having a bunch of dudes centered around this young core of Juan Soto, who's 20, Victor Robles, who's started the year at 21. Trey Turner, Anthony Rendon were in the prime of their career. But specific to Zim, who you mentioned, you know, he was on the bench when this playoff run started. He came off the bench in the wild card game, got a jam shot base hit in the eighth inning, three-run rally against Josh Hader to push their season forward to the division series or else they would have lost that game they were trailing. He's kind of forced his way into the starting lineup. Davey Martinez told me a couple days ago he now plans on starting Zim in every game. He's healthy enough to play in the rest of the way. But you're just seeing that he's got something left in the tank. You know, he, he is, when used in this way that he is now, where he gets the built-in days off with the schedule, he's very capable. The problem for him is he just can't get through the rigor of a full season. He's hurt all the time. His body breaks down. But in this setting, where you play two games, take a day off, play two games, take a day off, he could do this for a few weeks. And, and in the playoffs, I think you're seeing that the way they – held off from using him in the second half of the year. Same with some of the other older players on their team. It's reaping benefits now. Hey, great stuff tonight, Grant. Uh, I think they'll go to the World Series tomorrow night. I think that'll be that. I appreciate you coming on late night tonight after the game. Big win for Scherzer or uh, Strasburg and the Nationals tonight. Thanks for coming on the bench. Appreciate you, Scotty. Be well, man. All right, Grant Paulson from the Fan in D.C. and MLB Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.